Hello and welcome to Somatic in Brief. So this is uh, something that we haven't done before, but we want to try this out um, and give it give us just a little uh, a little episode in between a couple of main episodes. And we are actually both myself and Sam this week uh, down at the uh, North American Society for the Sociology of Sport Conference, uh, the 2016 annual uh, meeting, I guess, um, down in Tampa. Um, and so we had a great chance to connect with um, academics and, and others that are, that are looking at social issues related to the body and the body in motion. Um, so we just wanted to, to record something to check in on kind of the state of the art of a social look at, uh, at the body in motion and physical culture. Um, so, yeah, actually, it was interesting. The, uh, the, the title for the conference, the subject for the conference is uh, publicly engaged sociology of sport, which obviously we're all about here at Somatic. Sam's here as well. That's right. Um, and Hello. so, yeah, so, <laughs> and so we thought we'd just check in on kind of somewhat some of the major themes were this week, um, uh, and and some particular like interesting work that came out that we think would be kind of cool for people to check in with uh, you may want to trace down we'll, we'll put links up to um to people that we mentioned today um and some of their work that we can hook you all into at some point down the line um so sam anything that really stood out to you um stuff that we've been touching on this week well the first thing i wanted to mention though was that uh as oliver mentioned that the theme of the conference being the publicly engaged sociology of sport i mean uh, at Root, I always think it's a good thing that there's different types of people, academics, researchers, uh, scholars, both inside and outside academia, that come to a conference like this but are talking about the various different ways that they can engage with different publics and different groups. Um, for a long time, it seems, at least from my knowledge, and I think, uh, Oliver, you'd agree with this, mm -hmm. is that scholars, researchers, uh, academics, and people working outside of academia that are increasingly talking about, struggling with, think just basically thinking about how to make their work either more politically viable, more publicly accessible, doing work that engages with what is actually going on outside of academia and within uh, public groups and public spheres, um, which is really exciting because that's something that uh, I know I am and I know Oliver is very much concerned with, which led to, the, led to us uh, starting a podcast like Somatic here. So it's really interesting to hear their thoughts. Um, the the presidential address of the uh, of the conference was was specifically about this issue of how to make sociolo sociology of sport as a field, sports sociologists more publicly engaged in the various different strategies that they could do that. But yeah, that, I mean, as always, like the, the conference connects with a bunch of different themes. So underneath that umbrella, there's still people doing all sorts of really cool work. Um, and I'll, I'll bring up a series of panels, actually four in the end, um, looking at sports, society and technology. And um, 
yeah, really just over a, a wide range of ideas in, in terms of the specific topics that they're discussing, but with this theme of bringing those three ideas together, sports, science, and technology, um, the, the across all four sessions were really strong. Um, a lot looking at fitness tracking technology, which was cool. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's what I thought was really really interesting. I mean, talking about technologies that seem relatively recent, mm -hmm. you know, like Fitbit and just sort of like the meaning and ramifications of using technologies like that, and what it's what the, what 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 are done with the data that is collected by those uh, types of devices. Mm -hmm. How do people um, how do people experience those devices and and like maybe possibilities like the, the actual uh, sort of agency of the devices themselves. I mean, really really interesting questions that are being talked about in those in those sessions. After returning from NAS, Sam had the chance to sit down with Katie Esmond, a graduate student at the University of Maryland in the Physical Cultural Studies program. Sam asked Katie what she took away from the conference, and she had some really interesting ideas touching back on those science and technology studies sessions. Thoughts on it and sort of the importance of what they were talking about? Yeah, so one of the sport, society, and technology sessions, I thought there was this moment of really productive tension between two of the presentations that had happened. In the first presentation in the session, Dr. Matt Ventresca, he was talking about what he referred to as epistemologies of ignorance with regards to concussions. He spoke about how there has been a sort of manufacturing of a lack of knowledge with regards to traumatic brain injury and CTE, where the fact that we don't know everything about it has in a way justified what's perceived to be both the NFL and the NHL's inaction with regards to the potential issues in the present and the long term for athletes in these sports. So... We don't know everything, so we'll do nothing. He, he was speaking about this. And later on in the, pres in the, in the session, Madeline Pape was talking about sex testing and the IOC's policies where they try to find out whether women are gaining unfair advantages by being masculinized in some way. So what uh, Madeline Pape was trying to do in this presentation was sort of the opposite of what Matt Ventresco was trying to do. She was trying to say, we don't know as much as we're saying. Science has not proven that there is this sex binary where we can easily identify differences between men and women and athletic advantage. And so having these two in the same session, like, like I said, I thought it was a productive tension because on the one hand, you have issues with building up ignorance and how that leads to inaction. And on the other hand, you have overstating what we know and using it to justify the marginalization of bodies that don't fit in within these binaries. Right. So it made me think a lot about, um, as a sociologist of sport, where do I intervene within these debates? Because on the one hand, um, illustrating the overstatement of knowledge and kind of trying to poke holes in arguments that can serve to then um, also reify the importance of ignorance and inaction. 
Some great insight there from Katie. And I think she really highlights the tensions that made so many of the sessions at this year's conference so compelling and engaging. Um, but this is only a small part of what went on over the four days that we were down in Tampa. Uh, things that we won't have a chance to get into here on the, on the short. But if you do want to continue the conversation about what happened at the conference or anything else, you can always send us an email at somaticpodcast at gmail.com or get in touch using the contact form on the website. This episode should be listed up on our iTunes feed and on the website as two and a half or something like that. Um, we'll put somatic in brief in the title just so you can track that down. But that's it from us uh, for this episode. Um, I guess we can say goodbye from here. See you later. And we will uh, speak to you next time on Somatic. <laughs>